Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Delighted that you've joined me. Let me make a little bit of an announcement here at the top of this episode. Uh, I am going to begin to shorten up my podcast a little bit. I had always intended that my podcast would be short, easy to listen to, listen to it on a drive to work, listen to it in the bathroom, listen to it over a quick lunch break at work, whatever, um, and something easy to digest but interesting and thus worthy of discussion and interaction about later on. Well, I've allowed them to get a little bit longer. Forgive me. I want them to be short. I want them to be five to 10 minutes. I really want them to be quick so that you can learn, you can digest, and you can use. So I'm, it's not easy to do, by the way. I'm reminded of Mark Twain's quote. Uh, he once got up to make a speech and he said, I'm sorry that I'm going to make a long speech. I did not have time to make a short one. What he meant was that it's much harder to achieve the concision, the shortness, the brevity, uh, the clarity in few words that's necessary to do a short speech. And so he was making the point that he was going to have to do a long one because he wasn't as well prepared. Well, I give a lot of thought to my podcasts. I get help. I call experts. I research. I check on things. And so I'm committing to make them even shorter. I'm telling you about that because if you notice that they're shorter, I don't want you to think it's because I'm losing interest or because I want to have less impact. The fact is I actually want to have greater impact. So let's dive in this time. I want to talk to you about the messianic nature of American politics. It's something I referred to before, and I want to apply it to what's going on right now. We are so overheated in this country about our politics. We care a lot about our politics. We are patriotic. Um, we, we care passionately about our policy positions and have for centuries. As a result, we are, uh, like I say, overheated about our poli- uh, politics, overheated particularly about our presidential politics. We don't just say that so-and-so is going to win an election and he'll do a better job running you know, the barrio uh, or the state or the district or voting in Congress than somebody else. And maybe it'll be a little bit better. Maybe it'll be a little bit worse. No, we talk about it in millennial terms. We talk about a new age dawning. We say that if Joe gets into office, life is going to change in every way. People will be better looking. They will be trimmer. There'll be a chicken in every pot. I mean, you know, that kind of reference from early in American history. Everything will be better. Your wireless will be better. Your athletic performance will be better. Uh, Your romance life will be better. Everything will be better because Joe gets into office. And of course, it ain't never so. We have good people in office. We see results. There are people we revere who did bring um, an entire change of an age almost in terms of our politics. But no one running for office is the Messiah, to use that illustration. Nobody running for office is going to bring the dawn of the millennium. Nobody's going to change our history forever. And yet that's how we talk. And right now, of course, people are saying that this current presidential election is one of the most important elections that we've ever had. Well, it's important, but I frankly will tell you it's not the most important election that we've ever had. And also, we are going to have serious problems no matter who gets into office at the presidential level, whether it's Trump or Biden. I'll tell you why. 
the real issue in this country, the real tragedy, the real uh, force of damage that is upon us is the chasm in American society. It lines up left and right politically, but and, it, and it's because of a lot of things, but it is more than just political. It is cultural. It is ethnic. Uh, it is socioeconomic. There is a chasm in American society. It has a, grown over the d- decades because of wealth and poverty. Uh, it has been fueled by racist and racism considerations. Um, it is definitely socioeconomic without question. And it has absolutely been fed by cable television because now, whereas you used to have, as we all remember and have said many times, you used to have three networks that basically were parroting each other in the news. Uh, now you have many, many, many different talk shows and news organizations and news sources, and they are from all across the spectrum. Some are quite extreme. Uh, you can have, a, as I've said many times, you can have a podcast from someone who's way left or way right or just doesn't know what the heck they're talking about. So this then feeds a kind of a radical attachment to the hard left or the hard right. So I want us to keep our eye on the ball, especially those of you who listen to this podcast, because many of you are leaders and you want to make a difference and you love your country and you want to have an impact. And those of you who are listening from elsewhere in the world, you want to have an impact on your country, your people group. Uh, In America, the problem is the great chasm. It's this great divide. And I want to tell you, I want to make a dour prediction, a dark prediction here. And that is that whoever gets into office, you're going to have a reaction from the other side. If Donald Trump gets into office, um, a, a lot of the folks who voted for him last time, a lot of folks who are white, a lot of folks who are um, wealthier, a lot of po- folks who are uh, happy with what he's done, a lot of folks who are religious and conservative religious are, are going to be thrilled. But there will be a reaction from the other side. Four more years of Trump will feed radicalism, it will feed anger, it will feed protest, uh, and we will have to have confrontations that will make the 60s look pale by comparison. And if Joe Biden becomes president, uh, you're going to have exactly the opposite result. You're going to have a strong reaction from the extreme right. Uh, you're already seeing literal armed conflict in our cities between folks who are flying Trump flags and folks who are flying Black Lives Matter flags. Now, of course, this is a stupid tension. Of course, they don't have to be in opposition to each other. Of course, this is trumped up and artificial and is being manipulated by other people who want to accomplish other kinds of victories. But nevertheless, this is the chasm we are dealing with. So be wise. Don't think in terms of messianic politics. Neither Trump nor Biden will bring the millennium. Neither of them will completely heal America. Neither of them will solve all of our problems. All, both of them will create problems that we didn't have before while perhaps making some things better. Neither one of them is Jesus. Neither one of them is the Messiah. Neither one of them is the best president that you might think ever ruled in the United States, whoever that is. So what we are contending with is something that will rend this country to its destruction unless good people begin to try to heal it. And that is this chasm between an extreme left and extreme right. And I can't blame Donald Trump for 
it's its existence, but I can say he has fueled it. There's no question about it. His rhetoric, his hatred for the left, um, his vitriolic statements, uh, his talks about violence, uh, his soft peddling clan rallies and things of that nature. Uh, he has made it. He has made it worse. His kind of vitriolic uh, politics and rhetoric certainly have made it worse. Now, folks on the other side have made it worse as well. And a whole lot of people in Washington who are on the left side of the political spectrum are looking the other way and, um, and, and, and frankly, not dealing with things as they, as they might. Now, I happen to know a lot of people in the Democratic Party who are very concerned about the riots from a political standpoint because they believe we're going to have a repeat of the 1970s where Richard Nixon ran on a law and order platform assuring folks that if he was elected to office, he would quell the violence in the cities. He would deal with it. He would send in the National Guard. He would send in the military. And therefore, you wouldn't have, and I'm shooting to modern times, uh, you wouldn't have Kenosha. Kenosha. You wouldn't have Portland's. Uh, you wouldn't have the kind of violence that we're having now. That's what he was promising. And Trump is doing the same. So it's going to be this chasm that will be the issue. And so what's got to happen, a lot of the good that's going to happen is not going to happen at the national level. It's going to happen at the street level. It's going to happen at the city level. It's going to happen at the lunch counter. It's going to happen uh, in churches and in places of faith. It's going to happen in neighborhoods as we reach across lines. I believe, if I've often said this in this podcast, if I was going to run for office tomorrow, uh, I and I was going to run, for, let's say, for president, which would be crazy, but if I was going to do that, I would probably name my party American Common Sense Party. Because there is a consensus in the middle that takes in most, about 80% of Americans. 80% of Americans believe that many of these police shootings are uh, illicit and illegal and immoral. Uh, 80% of Americans, the vast majority of Americans, want to see equality on racial basis. Vast majority want to see an end to violence. Vast majority want to see justice and economic matters. Vast majority want to see the right thing done with immigrants, etc., etc., etc. And there is consensus in the middle. But people of ill intent go to the wings and they begin to attack and they have weird visions of what the nation can look like. And they don't really want America to continue. They don't really want America uh, to be the best it can be and serve the most people. They have a very narrow vision. So what I'm saying to you in this podcast, and thank I'm grateful that so many of you leaders are listening, uh, is that we must come away from the wings Realize the chasm that we have. Stop talking in messianic terms. The day after the presidential election on November 4th, I think the election's on November 3rd, so on November the 4th, we will still have the situations we have now. Some of them will be worse because who's elected. Some of them may get better, but we'll still have the situations we're dealing with because there is no Messiah running for office. What we'll be dealing with is this great chasm. If you care about America, if you care about this country, and by the way, in your countries around the world, all of you who are out there uh, contending in your country, the real issue is not necessarily who's in office. The real issue is the chasm on the ground, the great gaps that we have allowed to exist in how people are treated and how people are welcomed and how people are cared for. The true, the true, the balance, the wise social justice issues. This is where the game for this nation is going to be won or lost. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, 
and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.